What's one of your favorite comfort foods? Spaghetti. Wine. <laughs> <That's an option. laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think you're supposed to chew wine if oh. you talk to a sommelier anyway. So that Yeah, counts. you are. Hello and welcome to another episode of My Vagina Hurts, a podcast putting a new spin on the phrase, my head hurts. Because let's be honest, sometimes what life throws at you when you are a professional, mother, partner, and friend doesn't just make your head hurt. Are we professional podcast producers? No. But do we have a reputation for oversharing in public? Yes, we do. So join us, your host, Devin McNally, Courtney Larvadane, and myself, Kelly Cummins, as each week we release a new episode on topics like what babies did to our sex life, how women's organizations are mostly cults, and how bad sex can lead to death. You know, all the topics your grandmother told you never to bring up at the dinner table. Welcome back to the My Vagina Hers podcast. I'm Kelly. I'm Courtney. And I'm Devin. And today we are doing a mini episode. Um, we thought that this would be a really fun opportunity for you, our lovely listeners, to get to know us a little bit better. So we are going to go through a series of questions, um, which we'll each answer off the cuff and then um, see where the, the conversation takes us. So um, I'm going to be asking these questions and to keep it fair, I wanted to make it as random as possible so that I wouldn't see the questions ahead of time. So I found a uh, random question generator online that will put some questions in front of me for the first time too. So I can answer them rapid fire, just like Devin and Courtney will. And then um, after we go through the random questions, there's a few that I definitely want us to touch on each individually, which, oh we, can, um, which we can build on. And then at the end, I have a, a fun little thing to wrap us up. So now keep in mind, this is all random. So don't, don't, let's don't judge you. If it's don't terrible, judge me. go to the next one. <laughs> don't judge me. Um, all right. So first question is, would you rather be stuck on a broken ski lift or a broken elevator? An elevator. Cause I don't do the cold okay. or I don't ski an elevator. Yep. Same elevator. What's your favorite book right now? Well, I don't know about right now, but, um, the goldfinch was the best book I ever read in my life. Oh, interesting. Why was your like major takeaway? Well, it was just like a novel. It was just so good. It was riveting. Mm. Mm. Yeah. It was about a boy whose mom died. They were at a museum and the museum and like a, someone like terrorists set off a bomb and the mom died. And then he has this crazy life that ensues. That must've really made an impact on you for you to come up with that answer so quickly oh yeah it's great I love that such a good book how about you Dev? do you have a book um so I just started reading The Light We Carry from by Michelle Obama and although I haven't finished it I really do love it I don't know if that's because I'm biased and I love her well yeah Um, is it hard copy can I borrow it yes great you can um but my all-time like favorite scary book I read was Pet Cemetery by Stephen King. It is by far (laughs) the most terrifying book if you like horror books. Love that. Uh, One of my favorite books is that comes top of mind is Come As You Are by Emily Nagowski. Um, She has a podcast too now Mm -hmm. that's recently released, but I, when I heard the explanation in that book about sexuality and the gas pedal versus the brake, like it resonated so much and gave me so many more words to identify mm. my own um, sexual experiences. So highly recommend. All right. What is your worst habit? Being, getting hangry, being <laughs> hangry. 
is that a habit? Is <laughs> that a habit? I bite my nails. That's a pretty bad habit. I used to. I pick up my nails. That's probably yeah. the worst. I have well, like a laundry list of gel bad and habits. acrylic came along, so I stopped biting my nails. <laughs> I have a pretty bad habit of when I'm like incredibly overwhelmed when it comes to like uh what do they call them? Like executive functions. Oh, I completely yeah. shut down. Like I just quit and yeah. I avoid all of it, all the things that have to be done to a detriment. Is taking everything out on your husband a habit? <laughs> Probably. Because I do that. Too. If you do it more often than you should, then yes. <laughs> What's one of your favorite comfort foods? Spaghetti. Wine. <laughs> <That's an option. laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think you're supposed to chew wine if oh. you talk to a sommelier anyway. So that Yeah, counts. you are. Um, tacos. Mm-hmm. Probably tacos. Pizza. Um, anything with like the combination of carbs and cheese. Yeah. I mean, I'm like a Mexican food. Anything is so good. Mm, what's the story behind one of your scars? So I don't have a lot of scars. I actually only have two. So quick stories. Um, one, I was in kindergarten maybe. And in true me fashion, I only would wear dresses and ruffle socks to school. And I was out in the part in like our, we played like our recess was in the parking lot. So 80s baby. So we're out playing in a parking lot and I fell and I scraped my knee and I tore up my tights and I was bleeding everywhere. And I was so upset that I had ruined my tights. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm never going to recess again. Cause that's dumb. Why would I mess up my clothes? And then my other one. Always on brand Courtney. <laughs> yes. My other one is on like my way upper thigh, like almost like my buttock area. And I fell off a bicycle. I don't know if bicycles still have like really sharp metal. They probably don't anymore, like new school kids. But like this was back when bicycles had really sharp metal pedals with the grooves and stuff. Mm -hmm. And when I fell off the bike, I landed on the pedal and it sliced like the back of my thigh open. And those are the only two scars I have. I have a scar of scars on my forehead right here that gets hidden in one of my forehead wrinkles. Um, So that's convenient but I was water skiing and fell like not even a dramatic fall and this somehow however I fell the ski ended up coming straight at me while I was in the water and oh my gosh wow yikes and I didn't even realize that it had busted my head open to the point where you could like see my skull and had to get it all stitched up and everything but but yeah I mean they 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 did a great how old were you 19 maybe I have a lot of scars, but one of the funnier stories is it's on my, uh, butt cheek. And I was at a pool party, I don't know, sometime in college, but I was back home with my high school friends and I was sitting on a deck and I went to get up and I like was in a bathing suit and I slid forward, like scooted forward to get up. And I got a giant, like three inch splinter (gasps) in my ass. Now I did not know that until I had gotten home and like, cause I could feel it 
but like, I just didn't really think anything of it. And I, it started to really hurt. And I went and I looked in the mirror <gasps> and I could no. see like a tiny piece of wood sticking out. And I I'm went to <laughs> my dad who he worked, um, as a cardiovascular tech. And I like showed him and he was like, Oh, you need to get that out. And there's no pulling like split. It was like two inches and like thick. So we had to go to the ER <gasps> and I had to lay ass out. Oh, especially at that age. So embarrassing of the ER. <laughs> and this male doctor had to come in and basically cut it out and like, give me all the meds to make sure that like, there was no infection <laughs> that happened. Or something. I didn't have to have any stitches because they didn't have to slice it all the way down down they slice it just enough to like get it out and flush it out um it it hurt but that was embarrassing that is embarrassing oh my god it's not even like a it's not like you were doing something sexy either no run of the mill day nope nope so lesson learned don't sit on your ass in a bathing suit on a wood deck that's old old yes good one trex deck only (laughs) (laughs) tricks all right next question is who inspires you to be better you guys oh oh that's so nice that's really sweet i don't know why i'm that nice to you (laughs) my kids do but like not for like the pinterest mom reason but for the reason of like the better i can be the more i can like not have to be with them all the time like, if I can, if I can be rich and famous, then <laughs> you're so funny. They'll be all right. Gosh. The wine's getting in. I actually think I might open some more wine, so we may have to take a break. Didn't you just fill? Never mind. I don't mean to be judging. Never mind. I think what inspires me to be better is me. Like I, I've really been working really hard at my own self reflection stuff, and. I keep wanting to iterate on myself more and I look back at my previous self and I'm proud of that person. And I, it also inspires me to want to be better. I mean, you are by far the most introspective of the three of us. I will <laughs> definitely say that. <laughs> and of course my kid, she's always watching me. I have a picture of her uh, on my phone. That's like a close up of her eye, like half her face. And it's a reminder to me to, always remember that everything I do say, think, feel is being interpreted by her in one way. And that's, Mm -hmm. uh, that's inspiring, motivating, forms my choices in how I show up in many ways. All right. Well, we'll keep going. And what would you do on a free afternoon in the middle of the week? Well, since I've had a lot of those this week, um, (laughs) I will say that I have binge watched Real Housewives of Dallas and deep cleaned my mudroom floor so that is a really good description of who I am like I try and balance between my OCD of needing to clean all the time and I'm lazy as shit and I really just want to sit on the couch alone (laughs) love it a free afternoon in the middle of the week yeah what would you do (laughs) what is that right oh my god like it's so it's like so (laughs) <laughs> it's so obscure. I don't even know like what to process. 
Um, I think I would go to the grocery store and shop slowly, not in like a panicked rush. I would go to the gym and come home and pour a glass of wine and drink it slowly. Wait, how many hours is an afternoon? I was going to say, how many hours like is this? I just you can realized- do all that in three hours? Are you crazy? Oh, yeah, you no, I'll tell you exactly what I would do. I would sit in my bed, think <laughs> about all the things I'm going to do and play Candy Crush for half of those three hours no, and then I, go, I, oh, I didn't do I couldn't do that. Things. He's still oh, playing exactly that Kim Kardashian game. So, okay. I only- I'd be way more that, productive than that. I only play that when I am- unemployed because <laughs> I can't <laughs> I literally I have to delete the game if I work because I can't like uh, that's how much fair. I love it I by far my biggest pet peeve of yours is when we're like in silence together and you whip out that stupid game you're like my husband and I'm like put the game away look at my face oh okay. stare at my face in silence I have been ca- playing Candy Crush like I told my brother my brothers think I'm ridiculous I've been playing Candy Crush every day probably for 10 years wow that's an addiction yeah, it is. It's a different episode, right? <laughs> it's a different episode. The, the vices of vagina hurts. That is the vices episode. Intervention episode one. <laughs> What's your biggest vice? Maybe that should be our next. Right. One. But an afternoon, I I see an afternoon is like two to six p.m. So I'd get a, sh- a lot of shit done in an afternoon. I don't. I. I mean, I've been home from two to 6 p.m. before and I don't get any, like, I'll tell you exactly what I do. I empty the dishwasher. I think about what I need to prepare for dinner. I sit down and I play Candy Crush and then I go, oh, I need to get up and I need to make this dinner. And at four o'clock I start making the dinner and then I have to go get my kids at five. So there goes the afternoon. <laughs> it happens not a free, that's all not a the free time. afternoon. What if you had a free afternoon of no responsibilities? My kids have to eat dinner every night, no, so I never that have That didn't it. exist. What if you could do whatever you wanted for- I would wonder what my kids were eating first. What if you had no children? Well, then my well, every day would story, be free. I, I would have a free life. My life would be free. Every hour of every day would be free time. Fair. All right, moving on. <laughs> if you could have any superpower, what would it be and why? I know mine. It would be to fly. And why? Because I think that that is so- fucking amazing to be able to go wherever the fuck I wanted with that no boundaries is that like teleporting but like you want to fly there I want to actually fly there oh that would be my superpower does it have to be like a superpower that like actually people have in like superhero no, movies it can be whatever you want I need to know yours now Courtney because you asked follow-up questions so I feel like there's something in your head and I need to know what it is <laughs> no and now I don't want to share it because it's dumb no it's not dumb it's probably dumb, but oh, it's definitely dumb. <laughs> it's what? not even a superpower. It's more like a wish. Well, okay, so I guess that's not, that's not um, right. Don't be this person. Answer the real question. Okay, um, a superpower. Like, do you need examples? Yeah. Like, so, okay, be Devin, invisible. No, what's for strength? Okay, so part of me, my original answer was going to be mind reading, and then I talked myself out of it. Just because I was like, I'm going to cry a lot if I know yeah, that. No. I need to, I don't want to know that. So okay. my next, my backup option, I don't know what it's called though. It would be like super speed. So like I could do shit incredibly fast. So I'd have more time. So can I clean my house in 20 minutes instead of two days? Now I have a day and, 
you know, 23 hours. That's right. Like yeah. Well, in that vein, I'm going to pick the one where it's like in the, in the shows where like you can split yourselves into multiple people and then all the people can do all the things. So like clone. Instant yeah. Cloning. Instant cloning. Yeah. That would be <laughs> you good. You have like purpose, productive, focused superpower. Yes. Because our long lives. Game. The long game. I'm playing the long game. How many hours do I get back? So I don't die with a mop in my hand. Like that's basically <laughs> exactly. it. Exactly. What talent would you show off in a talent show? Public speaking. That's mm. all I got, guys. Yeah, I could do that one too. But I also am very good at making an itinerary. <laughs> <laughs> wow, our talent show is so riveting. Exciting. <laughs> Who's going to come and see it? Yeah, nobody can twirl a baton or anything. No. no. White girl I- dancing 101. <laughs> I, I can paint, so I'd probably do that. Oh, that's nice. I was an artist in high school and oh, oh a real my, talent. My so I could we'll, we'll open for you with our boring <laughs> talents. But I mean, is it really entertaining to watch somebody paint? I don't think Bob so. Ross was a very was successful say, TV if painter. You can talk and paint at the same time. I think that's interesting. I can't promise anything, but <laughs> uh what issue issue will you always speak your mind about? Ooh, I have been in so much trouble about this lately. It is women and minorities equal pay in their work. Good for you, Court. <laughs> I know. I'm going to send myself to an early grave or on employment, whichever comes first. Yeah, I'm going to say women's equality across the board, work and at home. Same. I've gotten so many arguments about that late, lately. And simple things are even causing me to speak my mind and it's always causing tense conversation. So, so yes. annoying that it's still a conversation. So yeah. Yeah, we here we are. Talent. Yeah. This is why we exist, right? It is true. What's your favorite city? Miami. Manhattan. I don't think I have a favorite city. That's like so dumb for me to say that, but. I mean, I really like Detroit. Like, I love living in Detroit. That's so cute. I didn't grow up here. (laughs) You're so mean, Courtney. Detroit is great. I don't know. You can make fun of me all you want. Um, I think Detroit's great. It's just not better than Manhattan. Well, it's not better than a lot of places. Well, I don't know. I find, like, something... I don't know. I'm not going to go into too much up there, but I like lots of cities for different reasons. What is one of your favorite smells? Uh, eucalyptus is one of my favorites or linen, like that fresh linen scent, lavender and balsam, not together. Um, I'm so opposite of you guys. I like anything musky. So like oak and tobacco and patchouli and vanilla and all that mixed up in one would be my jam. Yeah. Okay. Last one. What have you created that you are most proud of? I'm going to say my kids. I was just going to say Lucy, but I'm trying not to be like uber cliche, but uh, I was going to say my company. <laughs> no shame in that. That's my second. There's no shame. <laughs> I haven't created a company, so I don't have that option, but you know, when Lucy's not um, annoying, I am very proud of her. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was fun. Random questions. Um, last three these are like deeper questions before we move into the last part. Um, what advice would you give your younger self? I can go. 
Um, don't get married <laughs> when you're 19 or commit to a long-term thing when you're 19. That Wait. that's very that that is like uncomfortably young. Yeah. In retrospect. I mean, now that I mean, you have a child, you realize how young that is. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I didn't get legally married, but I was like committed at right. that age. And yeah, that was way, way, I was a child. I had no business making a decision Mm-mm. for that at that point. Agreed. I mean, I didn't do that. I'm just saying I agree with you. Yeah. You'll never regret doing what's right. You could regret doing what's easy. Mm. So make choices accordingly. I want to say mine is like have more fun, but I had a lot of fun. So I don't know how I could have more fun, but I'm sure I could have had more fun. <laughs> Have even more fun. Have even more fun. Have even more fun. All right. What would you change about yourself? I wish I was better at going with the flow in certain situations. I am not. I hate it. I wish I would stop procrastinating. I wish I was better at like bringing in more people to help with more things that I need done delegating asking for help delegating oh so difficult yeah that's probably what I would tell my younger self to be honest is like don't be afraid to ask for help yeah I've resisted that for a very me too I just thought I I assumed I I was the type of person who was like I can do everything better than everyone else so why would I ask anyone else for help but it's not about you being the best at doing stuff it's about you can get more done if you have other people to assist. It's the cloning situation. Yeah, I, I do wish I was better at um, letting mediocre people do tasks <laughs> in a mediocre way. <laughs> I love you. Now, I wish that I would be helpful. Mediocre. Help <laughs> me. Yeah, I do wish that. I am not good at that. Mediocre peasants. <laughs> I struggle with that. I feel you. I'm not trying to work on that in 2023. That's just something I know I should work on. So 2024, me might take that on. Yeah, yeah. Fair, fair enough. Up. <laughs> it's too big of a task. And last uh, question is, what is success for you? man how much time you have it's a lot like it's so much that I know I will never get there but I'm gonna at least try what it's does a lot success look like for you then like what does it mean uh Kim, it like I'll answer it? for Courtney it's yeah uh, Kim Kardashian lifestyle yeah um yeah. not sure location everything. but just that lifestyle yep not it's- Kris Jenner Kim Kardashian it's it's the jet and the glam room and the staff and the things and one more kid. What? I'm not having another baby. Um, don't ha- don't have another baby. I'm not. I can't. Well, I can, but he can't. Russell can't. <laughs> no. God, you tell us you're pregnant. No. Oh my gosh. No. Okay. That's so funny. You say you're that out of the group. Just, I was just looking at my like um. It's too uh, big a separation from one to four kids. My we Google, have nothing in common. My Google, right? My, we're no longer friends. My Google photos. And when Harper was the age that Blair is right now, I was one month away from giving birth. 
and and like to me like Blair is like a tiny baby she is a tiny baby wild it's wild uh success for me is uh not nearly that glamorous I mean I'm not opposed to having a shit ton of money or anything like that but like that's not what I've ever strived for so I'll say success for me is really good financial security just so that my anxiety can worry about other things outside of financial things. And, you know, we're pretty good now, but I would say having a bigger nest egg from just to fall back on since I was raised in such a high pressure financial situation Mm -hmm. to not have to deal with that type of anxiety would be success for me without sacrificing my self. Like, so I'm not going to work 20 jobs and, you know, like that can't, my life and my health can't come at the cost of that. Mm -hmm. Success for me looks like being recognized for what I'm contributing on like a bigger platform, Mm -hmm. being acknowledged in, you know, it doesn't have to be like a celebrity status, that type of thing, but having cred in some form or fashion Mm -hmm. and then financial freedom. that would come with that type of, you know, ideally business success that Mm -hmm. would follow is, uh, it would be nice to just never have to have, never have to worry about it. You know, it doesn't have to be a lot of money, just knowing that I can do what I want when I want to do it and travel freely. And, you know, I live pretty frugally as it is. So it's more like, and even traveling would be, you know, more of a frugal, uh, choices in travel, but to be able to do that without even second guessing, like be able to book a plane, uh, like a plane ticket tomorrow and not have to be like, Oh my God, the next day ticket is so expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's fine. No, no big deal. Book it. We're going tomorrow. Like that to me would be like, feel like success. Why do you think the word success is so linked to like money? I was going to ask you that too, because we all identified with that in some way. Um, And I'm literally looking at my planner. So I bought like a case of planners and the daily greatness planners. And the one that I have is daily greatness success. And what's funny is the planner has like journal, daily journals and all these things and nothing in the journal is about money. Mm -hmm. But like, when you think about the word success, it is very closely linked to financial status. I mean, we live in a capitalist society. We don't really have much of an option. I mean, we were raised that way, even if even if like our family wasn't like, I wasn't raised by parents who vibed for money. Like that wasn't a thing, but we talked about bills. We talked about overspending. We talked about being able to afford school. Like, so to me, all the things that I don't want to worry about cost money. So I I need the money to do that. I think it's freedom. I think the only thing that stands in our way of having that freedom that we feel is money because who we all are and you know, the three of us specifically we have freedom of thought we have freedom of you know who we are from the inside out we aren't afraid to speak our minds we aren't afraid to go after the things that we want we know our value but what stands in our way of getting the full freedom we feel is 
the means in which to get there, the means in which to do the things we want. And that in our world is dollars, unless we're willing to sell our soul and be doing illegal shit, but which we could do that too, but you know, (laughs) (laughs) we want to do it with ethics, right? Right. Interesting. Yeah. Food for thought. All right. So last thing, this part was inspired by um, Megan Markle's podcast archetypes. On the podcast, she asked her guests to choose three words to describe themselves as a young girl and then three words to describe themselves now as an adult woman. But we're going to switch it up a bit. So first thing is I want each of us to choose three words that would describe ourselves before becoming a parent. All right, I'll I'll go first. Ambitious. Does that count? Yeah, that counts. Yeah, Strong-willed. Um, strong-willed and vocal would be the three. There's so many words. I don't know. Yeah. I probably should have thrown something like kind in there because I definitely was very kind, but um, I'm going to just pretend like the audience already knows that. <laughs> you may need to say it, Evan. <laughs> it's fine. It, out of the three of us in this group, uh, for the most part. I'm probably the nicest. <laughs> oh my gosh. Damn. Anyone who says that is not the nicest. Well, I will bet in our comments, people are going to agree with you. Kelly has to be the nicest. Well, what? she can't be the most introspective and the nicest. Those are two birds of a feather. It is? I don't, I don't know. Yeah. All right. I don't All know. Right, Kelly, you nice can be the nicest. A shitty word, though. I don't want to be, nobody wants to be nice. The hand flip doesn't. Wants to be nice. That's like passive. It is kind of passive. So I have two words. I don't have three. Confident, exuberant. Ooh, good word. And I don't have anything else. Self-centered. That's a. I'll take that. It can be. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a positive word. Okay, three. Yeah, I would say I was. I've always been driven. Always been introspective but also self-conscious. So what are three words you would use to describe yourself now? I'm not going to lie. I would describe myself in, with those same three words. That's okay. Yeah, I mean, I kind of would too. I'm trying to think if anything has changed. I just say the context of what what I would be vocal about or what I would be strong-willed about or ambitious towards has evolved. Yeah, like the context may have changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I'm still self-centered, but self has like evolved to my, my like family mm-hmm. and exuberant. You I'm do still, still, I am still as exuberant as I've always been. <laughs> and that also um, extends to your family. With and their... it does extend to my family. And I will say that like, the only thing is like, I am slightly less confident, but it has nothing to do with self-confidence. It has to do with like, when it comes to my kids, I second guess everything, Mm -hmm. you know, like, am I doing the right thing? Am I making the right choice as where, when it was just me, I didn't, I never asked myself if I was making the right choice. And I actually never cared if I was or wasn't like, it wasn't like, I was like, am I doing the right thing? Am I making the right choice? It was just like, I'm just out here living a great life and whatever I do is fine. Cause it's what I feel like doing right now. But now it's like, I feel so, I, I guess that's having kids in a family. 
It's like every little thing is like, am I doing the right thing? And that's so annoying. <laughs> that is so annoying. <laughs> that's the burden that we carry. Mm-hmm. Responsibility. Mm-hmm. Boo. <laughs> um, I would choose for me right now, self-aware, intentional. And I can't think of a word for like not giving a fuck. So the only word I can think of is like bold. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. And it's not like not giving a fuck. Like I don't care about anybody. It's like, I'm. You're not worried about like what other people think or say. Like you're confident in your own choices. So confidently bold, maybe. Yeah. That's good. All right. Now last part. What are three words you would use to describe the future of your future version of yourself that you aspire to be? Rich. (laughs) (laughs) I don't need any other words. Uh, You're just going with one court. You're just going to sum it, roll it all up. Everything else I already have. Fair. I'm going to say maybe peaceful or calm. I don't really know what the difference would be. Uh, so less type A, more type A minus, you know, okay. secure in all things, self, home, yeah, you know, all that and vocal. I hope I'm still just as loud about things that matter. Yeah, I think I would keep. Maybe it's just more self-aware, more intentional. But the third word would be free. Mm. Good. We'll just hang out with Courtney, who's okay. rich. Well, I was I, I was going to say that. the opposite. I was like, okay, well, when Kelly turns into Deepak Chopra, <laughs> we will just hang out with her. Well, she that's cool. Because I'm just going to be your hippie friend <laughs> while one of you's um, Kim Kardashian and one's Deepak. Oh I'm God. just going to be that, you know, free loader that you bring along for the ride because I've been <laughs> a, a, around and you can't get rid of me. I'd be like, hey, my bills are paid, but who wants to buy me dinner? And I will summon it with my thoughts and Courtney will actually make it appear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she'll actually cut the check. It's fine. Good. I'm glad we have that all worked out. For us. Oh, so- I will say that like when, especially when we have conversations like this, it is, it's funny that we all like get along because we are all very different, but like what we have in common is so uncommon. You're like working woman, mom, that like, that is enough that makes all our differences whatever it is because that is so unique and it is so I mean I'll say uncommon again that it's hard to find other people like that Mm -hmm. and so regardless of like all the other stuff that thread is is really something I think interesting and unique yeah. Yeah. There is a rooted value that we share in, in what we are trying to big picture solve for, whether that sometimes it's just for our own self and our own bubble or others is there is that women, we know strong women exist and are not recognized and are not supported. And that bothers all of us mm-hmm. in whatever facet. 
I love that there's so many glaring differences in how we view different things. That helps me think about things in yeah. ways that I never would if if you guys thought the same. Like I would never be able to push myself in certain ways if I didn't have people going like, you need to be more self-centered or you need to just do this for you. Like I'm surrounded by empaths and givers at their own self-sacrifice, you know, that is going to bring me down that path. And if I don't want that, I need to be around people that don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that we're a representation of three totally different ways in which we are functioning in the world as women. And yet as as non-judgment, as judgmental as we are of the stereotypes that we observe, and we we I think collectively can believe that a lot of women fall into those unconsciously, and we judge yeah. them for that. We also have a collective non-judgment of each other and the differences that we may have, you know, and like there may be things that one or the other of us says that, you know, we may not agree with it for our own selves, but we have enough respect for each other that we can hold that space and have these honest conversations, even if it turns into tears and being mm-hmm. upset and also, you know, laughing and drinking wine and having yeah. fun. Yeah. I think there's, there's value in encouraging women to find that in others, but it really starts with like dropping your own expectations of yourself and trying to be something you're not and find the people that are also doing that. Yeah. So well said. Love fest. <laughs> All right, ladies. So this is another done. soft vagina ending. Um, <laughs> like soft vagina. We got to get back oh, to the hard warm, warm and cozy. Warm and cozy. Was, was that it? <laughs> we got to get back to those rough vaginas. That sounds worse. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. Well, I'm glad that we had Sorry. to have, we got to have this conversation though, because I think it's helpful. I, I know I learned a lot about you guys during yeah, this I conversation and I think it's helpful for others to learn too. And now we can move on to the more raunchy shit uh, <laughs> episodes and people can yes. have our uh, you know, individual and collective perspectives in mind. Love it. Love it. Right. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We will see you next time. Bye. Thanks for joining us for another episode of My Vagina Hurts. As always, you can follow us on Instagram at MVHThePod and on TikTok at My Vagina Hurts. You can also email us at hello at MyVaginaHurts.com. Do you have a cringeworthy vagina story? We want to hear it. So submit your story to us at MyVaginaHurts.com and click the button in the top right to submit your story. We will share it on a future episode. Thanks for joining us. No short dick man